0: Hey, friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Alan, your podcast host. Friends, I don't know if you know this, but we are not just a podcast. Stay Forth Designs exists to help leaders get healthy and reach sustainable impact. You don't have to burn out, flame out, or have a moral failure to continue to lead as God has designed you to lead. You'll hear this so many times here on this podcast, who you are matters more Than what you do. If you're a leader who abides well, who lives well, but maybe never has the impact to somebody else you compare yourself to, not only is that okay, but that may be what God has designed you for. We don't want to get in the comparison trap that leads us toward pushing hard, driving at all costs, succeeding and white knuckling both our faith and our leadership friends. We have to figure out how God has designed us to live and lead uniquely, out of our own unique design. We're going to continue to talk about themes here on this podcast that are at the intersection of the spiritual and the practical, practical ways to help you live and lead as God has designed you. We've got two free opportunities for you to grow in your leadership. The first is called Tuesday Tune Up. Every single Tuesday, we send tips that in five minutes or less, you can implement into your life, straight into your inbox And we want to give you those practical tips. The Tuesday tune-up, just a little tune-up each week can go a whole long way if you continue to apply that to your leadership. You can go to TuesdayTuneUp.com. You can also find that in the show notes to sign up to get that free in your inbox. The second free opportunity is the Right Setup community. We have an incredible group of leaders having some amazing conversations. We're talking about the books that you're reading, the podcasts that you're learning from, one thing that's changing you this week, something you've had an opportunity to do that stretched you. What about experiences that are shaping you? Um, What are leaders struggling with right now? What are leaders learning from who are leaders learning from those kind of conversations are breaking out over on the right side of community. It's safe, it's protected, and it is free over on Facebook. Go ahead and like stay for designs and apply to be in the free right side of community friends. We want to join you there. We want to go deeper from these po- podcast conversations and we let you behind the curtain, the things we're processing as a stay for team and things you should be processing too, If you're going to live and lead as God has designed you, welcome back to the podcast and enjoy this episode. So, let's talk about your yes. We feel the pressure to say yes. We feel badly when we don't say yes. We love when people tell us yes, but we hate saying it to others. It's a hard word, guys. But it's a cheap word in our culture that often comes at a high price later. What do I mean by that? Well, each yes we give now is a commitment later. Either it's a one time commitment or it's an ongoing commitment. And because of many of these unanalyzed yeses in our lives, many people right now are drowning in commitments. Many of the commitments we're drowning in are even good commitments, but we are drowning in too many yeses. Now, the word no, No is a powerful word, guys. Toddlers use it too much, but we don't use it enough as leaders. And our Stay Forth coaches, we have this privilege of granting leaders like you permission to say no when it doesn't directly line up either with your role or your priorities. Guys, people who understand their priorities have the guts to reinforce them and they end up saying no a lot. Get used to this, guys. If you want to live and lead healthy for the long haul, if you want to be successful in any way, in anyone's eyes, you're going to have to get good at saying no. I know that's the hard news. That's not a sexy announcement to have here on the podcast. That's not something to say leadership is easy and you should do it to part of leading is actually knowing when to say no and when to say yes. And during our leadership coaching process that I get the privilege of taking leaders through and our coaches lead people through the process, we help leaders develop a filter for saying yes and saying no. It comes back to analyzing our decisions before giving an answer. That's what we want to move you to in this podcast episode. We want to talk about making an answer, your yes or no lining up ahead of time. Much of our coaching process is built on this paradigm of moving from reactive to proactive, from just responding to what life throws at us to actually preparing ahead of time. And that makes the decision-making so much easier when we talk about yes or no. Now think about this for a minute. We've said no to a lot of things because the world said no for us. A lot of things got canceled in this last season. We were doing too much pre-pandemic. During the pandemic, we had less going on in some parts of life. And so we had a lot of things eliminated for us. But here's the problem. We're heading back into a season where a lot of people want to make up for lost time. And friends, that equals a lot of no's. Get ready to say a lot of no's in this next season for things that do not align with your vision, your values, your priorities, and even your role. Now I realize some of you are working overtime. Some of you are working at home and you are sort of trying to babysit the kids and keep them on school. And oh yeah, do your job from home, many of you at the same time. Guys, this is really hard. So I don't think this is an easy thing. It's a necessary thing. The more things you have coming at you, the more things you're gonna say no to. So there's some simple principles in here. And I don't want to be simplistic. But I do want to clarify and be really practical with you in some of the things that go into this filter. Now, if you think about a filter for saying yes or no, a good filter, like a coffee filter, lets the good things through and keeps the bad things out. My V60 coffee filter, the beautiful coffee notes and flavors, usually my Ethiopian coffee comes through that filter, but the V60 filter holds out the beans. It holds out anything that's not that pure amazing coffee taste that I'm going to put on my lips and I'm going to taste as I'm coaching someone or as I'm developing content that morning or as I just have my hands around it smelling the beauty there. That's what a good filter does. Is it lets the right things through and the wrong things don't get through. That's really important for you to keep in mind. So keep that visual in mind, maybe even the smell of coffee in mind as I continue to talk about filters. Filters can lead us to a confident yes or no. Now it takes work up front to analyze your decisions, but I promise you if you do the work up front, it's gonna take less work as you go along and you're gonna make better decisions. And guys, that's what we're after. A healthy life is built on a series of healthy decisions. You can't get to healthy decisions unintentionally. It won't happen on accident, folks. And that's really important as we think through decision-making that we are doing something very, very hard upfront, saying no, so that we can live out the commitments that we are designed for, that our role lines up for, that we're passionate about, that meet our priorities, that align with who God made us to be, not just the commitments that somebody else wants for us. Guys, here's the dirty secret about success. success. comes with more options. If you succeed, you will have more options. And guess what? Options are paralyzing. Where we can do all the things, it's hard to focus on the few that we should be doing. And to get out of scarcity thinking into abundance thinking is to say, I can do a lot of different things. I have a lot of options. However, we shouldn't do all the things. We can't do all the things very well. And if I have to look at sort of the overall picture of our culture, is we are a culture that tries desperately not to say no, that tries desperately to do all the things, but in reality doesn't do very many of them well. And what we're trying to produce at Stay is leaders who are living healthy lives, making healthy de- decisions, living into their unique design and therefore saying no to things that do not align with their values or their priorities. Now we have four values at Stay and we've put them into a manifesto. I talk about that several episodes back before we started into our series interviewing exclusively female leaders. You can check out that episode of the podcast. But I talk about the who mattering more than the what. But what's beautiful is that when you have priorities, your who and your what lineup. That's what we are looking for is the alignment between who you are, your design, and what you do, your commitments, your opportunities, the things that you get to put your hand to the plow And do those things matter deeply, but make sure, my friends, that those are the right things. Guys, the more success you experience, the more you'll have to say no. So, friends, get used to saying no now. It ain't going to go away. As you continue to get better at your craft, as you continue to be in more demand, as people want you to speak, coach, influence, write content, speak into their meetings. Uh, you do something well and other people want you to be part of that. That's normal. That's human nature. However, you need priorities so you can continue to do the things you're called to do and not the things everybody else wants you to do. So let me just start by saying this. I give you permission to say no. Let me say that again, because that can be really freeing. I give you permission to say no. There's something powerful about permission. You need to think in this way. You need to think no's. You need to think, what is not my unique design? What's the difference between good opportunities and best opportunities? Because if you don't, you will get swallowed in other people's expectations and desires. And you will lose your effectiveness. You will lose your unique design and the expectations of others. That's how crazy passionate I am about this. Now get, I get excited everybody or every time somebody asks me to do something that's in my sweet spot. So you don't graduate from the excitement. I know what that's like to get that email. Will you speak at this thing? Will you write for this? Will you be part of this thing? And my heart wants to say yes, every single time. However, I have a process and I take things through that process. And there's something that I love, which is influencing people guess what? There's something that I love more, which is my family. I have some previous commitments. I have some decisions that we've made as a family. We have some things my wife, Julie, and I talk about regularly. This is a good fit for us. This is not a good fit. By the way, there are different seasons of life. And so something that's a good fit in one season isn't necessarily a good fit in the next. And so what I want to do is give you some questions to consider with any new opportunity. And then I'm going to give you a call to action at the very end of this podcast. Some questions to think about. Does this opportunity align with your overall priorities? Why or why not? Does this opportunity align with your overall priorities in life? Why or why not? Does this opportunity align with my priorities for this season? Why or why not? Remember, some things are seasonal. Maybe for a season, you did a lot of one particular thing, but you just don't have the space or the focus or the priority in this season. That's okay. Healthy leaders understand seasons. Next question, does this opportunity align with the role that I'm stewarding? Why or why not? There are certain things that you have to do based on the role that you are in, certain things you've committed to do, especially if you have a paycheck there. Maybe as a volunteer, you've committed to do certain things, but you have to ask, does this align with that role or is this outside of my role? A lot of what I find is people within an organization working on teams, get pulled into all kinds of different opportunities and meetings and burnout by the way guys can happen just as much inside of an organization as it can for entrepreneurs and side hustlers creating their own organization because you get pulled into all kinds of different things be razor focused on that question whether it actually aligns with the role that you've signed up to do or not next question would someone else be a better fit for this than me you saying no may be the opportunity for them to say right uh, yes to the right person You saying no to this may allow them to find the right person that's a better fit. Maybe you're good at this. Maybe you know somebody who'd be awesome at this. And maybe that just leaves space. And no, I'm not the best fit for this. You may even be able to suggest who the right fit is. You may know that person. You may be able to connect them to that. Next question What exactly would this opportunity cost me? What exactly would this opportunity cost me? Guys, think about time, energy, money, evenings, sleep. Every yes is a no to something else. And what's a cheap word to come out of our mouth, yes or sure, I'll do that, actually ends up costing us later. So make sure to ask the questions up front. What will this cost me? What kind of time, energy, money, focus, evenings, sleep, family time, you name it, will this cost me? And the last question to consider with any opportunity is could I focus fully on stewarding this opportunity? Could I focus fully on stewarding this opportunity? Many times I think we just say yes because we feel bad. But truthfully, we've got 15 other opportunities like it going on, and we actually couldn't prepare very well for it. We couldn't focus on it very well, and so we really wouldn't be doing that justice. It would just be one more thing. Now I want to give you guys some thoughts to consider with your nose. Thoughts to consider with your nose. First of all, creating your no response ahead of time takes emotion out of the equation. I encourage you, write down a no response ahead of time. Maybe you even have an assistant who can see your emails coming in. and actually could say no for you. If you decide no ahead of time, it's so much easier. You don't even have to get emotional about it. It's just a preconceived decision that you've already made, which is so helpful. The second thing to keep in mind, you don't have to be a jerk when saying no. That phrase, guys, clear is kind. Just because you say no doesn't mean you're being a jerk. It actually means that you are going to give them your yes and your no, and that they can trust you. The respect level, by the way, is going to go up as you say no for the right reasons. Remember this, guys, it may not be a no forever, but for this season. It may just be a not right now. Just because you're saying no, you could say check back in six months if you truly think that in six months, there could be the opportunity. Now, don't just push them on uh, in that. Sometimes people come back to me two or three times and I say, you know what? They're so hungry. I want to make space and say yes for this. It just may be a no. Maybe this is a really busy season for you. Maybe you just had a child. Maybe you just started a new role. Maybe you've been really busy. Maybe you don't want to just skyrocket out of this season of a pandemic. And maybe you want to stair step back into it at a gradual rate. Maybe it's just a not right now. Next thing to consider, you may not have the ability to say yes for your team or your organization. They're asking you, you may have to go get permission and take the decision on to the right people. And you may say, I'm going to pass this on and get an answer for you. Often, you don't have the ability to say yes or no. Here's another thing to consider. If you pause, get more of the details, and get feedback from others, you'll make a better decision. Let me say that again. If you pause, breathe, get the details, slow down the conversation and get feedback from others, you will make a better decision. What I've found is that snap judgments of a yes to an email tend to not go very well for me. Yes to a text, somebody hits you up over text, make sure you get all the details. Make sure you pause. You could even take a week or two to get back. If that's a big commitment, the bigger the commitment is, the more time it makes sense to allow yourself to be able to think about it, to be able to talk to a friend or a spouse, maybe wise counsel and make a better decision. Next thing to consider, it's much easier to say no right now, up front, than to come and back out later. Guys, it is so hard when people back out on me for important things, often the team's depending on that or we've already promised something up front from somebody else. It's way easier if someone just says, no, I appreciate it up front and I can move on. It's really hard later on when somebody backs out on that. That is complicated. The easiest time to say no is actually right now before you get momentum and expectations. The last thing to consider with your no's, a proper no clears the good things to leave space for the great things. When you say no, it doesn't mean it's a bad opportunity. It could just be a good opportunity, but not a great opportunity or the best opportunity. Now guys, here's some things to think about and consider with your yeses. First of all, do the work to know the dream opportunities you really want to say yes to. Guys, what are your dream opportunities? If you don't know the kind of things that you really absolutely want to do, then you're probably gonna struggle to be able to say yes to them when they come. Now, it's interesting at times, my wife and other people in my life say, how do you get those crazy opportunities? Well, they come often out of things that I'm dreaming about and say, this would be a dream opportunity. When those things line up, I pursue them further and I say tell me more about this. And often the best dream opportunities don't just come to you, but come to you in the form of a comment where somebody says think about this, consider this, would you ever be up for this? And you follow back up and say yes cuz that's on your dream list. Make sure to not just think about your nose, but to think about here's what I hope would get through the filter. And then you can jump on that, you can have the conversation, you can enter it with not just a yes, but a heck yes. Next thing to consider, if you pause, like I said, you will make a better decision on your yes. So it may not be a no, it may be a yes, but you may need to pause and say, could you tell me a little bit more? Or financially, we're gonna have to do a little bit more if this opportunity is going to work. Do you have any space? Do you have any breathing room? I can't make it to the full event, but I could say yes to showing up for that day or to come give a talk. Is that okay? You might have to give a modified yes and uh, not be able to say yes to the whole thing. Guys, get all the information up front. If you pause, let some time go by, sleep on it, sleep on it, and get all the details, you will make a better decision than you would have in the moment. In order to commit, you may need to ask for more information. Remember that, guys. If you're going to make a commitment, it's fair to ask for all of the information. I used to get hit up all the time via text. Hey, man, can you speak at this thing? And what I've ended up doing is sending people to a speaking request form that I've got that asks for the information that I need to be able to take that to my wife and to my team, to be able to look at schedules and say, here's exactly what they are hoping for. And here's what this commitment would look like. And often I end up saying no, because I have the information to be able to do that. But when I say yes, I want to be incredibly excited about that opportunity and know that it's got a big return on investment. return on that opportunity for me, for the impact, for stay forth, whatever it may be. Make sure to do the same yourself. Guys, if your time is tight, you're going to have to look for great opportunities, not good ones. If you have only a little bit of expendable time and energy, you're going to have to be really tight about saying yes great opportunities. Now, if you're just starting a business, if you're just starting a ministry, you may have to say yes to a lot of things that are good opportunities, not great ones yet. But the longer you've been in it, maybe the more success you've had or reputation you have or referrals you have, then you realize the greater the volume is, the less spare time you have. It just makes sense that you're going to be able to say yes to less of those and no to more of those. So make sure you know the season, the opportunity right at the beginning. You may not be able to be as discerning about opportunities when you are looking for many opportunities to get it out there. You may not be able to charge. You may have to do work for free, but be very discerning about those. Last thought on this, guys, everything in life is a trade-off. So you'll have to sacrifice something for a yes. Everything is a trade-off. Your yes now is a no to something else later. Remember, there's no perfect equation. Everything in life is a trade-off. Guys, here's the big question. Why does this matter? Why does yes and no matter so much besides that scripture says our yes should be yes and our no should be no? We should be very clear on this, besides the fact that respect grows for people who are honest and who have integrity and say yes and don't cancel on you later, besides the fact that we hate it when people cancel on us last minute and we don't like being the flaky friend or having the flaky friend, all of that, here are a couple of reasons why I believe this is so crucial. We want to give a confident and enthusiastic yes and a clear no. I want to give a yes to people and say, I absolutely will be there. I'll be fully invested. I'll be prepared. And when it's a no, I want to give a very clear no, not a maybe we'll see when it's time to say no. We want to be able to clearly differentiate this opportunity in my mind and in their minds. It changes the expectations. Next reason I think this really matters is our default setting is usually yes, until we get exhausted and overwhelmed. And then we begin to say no out of sheer desperation. Guys, don't wait until you're exhausted or your schedule's completely full to have to start saying no. I had a leader that contacted me recently and said, I'm just so close to burnout. I'm heading toward a burnout. I've got to say no to everything for the next six weeks at least. The problem is, They let themselves get to that spot where they were so exhausted they had to cancel on everything, including some really good opportunities, I would imagine. Don't let yourself get there. Make sure that you're discerning with your yes and no so you don't get to a spot of overwhelm, near burnout, or sheer desperation. Next reason I think this matters is people respect others who live by their priorities, even if they don't agree with our priorities. People respect when we have a why why we say no to those, even if they don't agree with the priorities. Guys, people aren't always going to agree with why you say yes or why you say no, but you got to have the reasons why you're saying yes and why you're saying no. The next one, guys, so many people, are living overwhelmed and heading toward burnout. Guys, unfortunately, this is the norm. Our yeses, our fear of conflict or confrontation or disappointment or letting people down, whatever our fears are that stem from insecurity are actually holding us back from living wholeheartedly, from living healthy. And the result is we have a lot of overwhelm and a lot of burnout. The next one, we need to invest our best energy in the things that truly matter. Guys, this is really simple, but I need to say it. If you don't have any priorities, you will float off into vision. You will float off into inability. You will float off into ineffectiveness. You'll float off into sin just to entertain yourself. We have to invest our best energy into the things God has uniquely designed us to do. And we're going to keep beating that drum of unique design all day long. You only have so much time. You have limits You can only invest yourself into a few things. Next one, we need to invest our best energies into our yeses. Let me hear, or let me make sure that you hear that, guys. I'm not just creating a filter for no's. We want to invest our best energy into those yeses, not equally across the board into things we kind of care about, but those things that are heck yeses in our life absolutely, I want to do that. We have to invest our best energy into that because those things are going to grow. Then our competency grows, our passion grows, the opportunities grow around us. That's how I believe the flywheel that Jim Collins talks about continues to spin. And the next one, guys, there is freedom when we say no. There's freedom, guys. You aren't slaves to others' ideas for you. There are so many people living overwhelmed and heading toward burnout because they believe they have to do everything that everybody else tells them to do, or invites them to do, or asks them to do. Guys, chronic people-pleasing will lead us toward burnout, will lead us toward overwhelm, will lead us toward ineffectiveness, all the things that we absolutely hate. We don't want to end up there, but if you don't say no, If you don't have your priorities in line, if you don't have the backbone to live those priorities or to to say a clear no, you're going to get dragged into other people's expectations and you're eventually going to find yourself overwhelmed and ineffective. Guys, I've been there. I don't speak to this from a high and mighty place. I almost burned out two years into my leadership journey. And guys, I don't want the same for you guys. I'm telling you, it's so freeing to learn to say no when things don't align. Just clearly say no. I mean, there's another way you can meet with people, but maybe they can't get individual meetings with you. You don't owe everybody in your life the ability to pick your brain or the ability to get a meeting with you or the ability to spend a half day with you, whatever that looks like. We have to be very discerning in these moments. Guys, let me give you some next steps. Very few leaders will have a filter for saying yes or no. I want you to be some of the few. So spend time developing your filter ahead of time. Be proactive, not reactive. You can't develop a filter when you are emotional. Before you're feeling the emotion or the excitement, the moment pulling on you, then go back and answer the questions I talked about earlier. What are your yeses? What are your no's? And most importantly, why? Why do those things align? Why do those other things not align? And very clearly have a list of things you're going to say yes to, things you're going to say no to. You can have a few question marks in the middle, but then you're not burning off emotional energy each time having that that conversation in your head. Guys, I just want to remind you when emotions are high, intelligence is low. What we want to do is we want to use intelligence up front to create these filters so that emotions play less of a role in our decision-making. We're not racked by a hard decision every single time with decision fatigue, why we should say yes and no. Make those decisions ahead of time based on priorities and based on values. Guys, don't leave your decisions to your emotions. Be proactive. Take them past your filter. Invite wise counsel in to help you form these things and your decisions become much easier. Guys, in review, We want you to move from being reactive to being proactive, making decisions ahead of time, having a filter that lets through the right opportunities and keeps back the wrong opportunities, the ones that may just be good, but not best. And I want to challenge you guys that if you do this, there's freedom on the other side of it. Be encouraged. It is possible. I also want to remind you, have permission to say no. Friends, we want to remind you, keep listening to this podcast, but if this resonated with you, maybe a conversation you've had with somebody else, maybe a friend who's struggling to know how to say yes or no in this season, Then first of all, remind them that they're human. Secondly, go ahead and forward them this podcast, share it. We want to bring you more and more practical conversations from the trenches. Guys, don't forget this. It is possible to live and lead right side up in this upside down world. You can live and lead well for the long haul without losing your soul in the meantime.